Life from. All right, guys. So today we're sitting with someone who has actually lost over 100 pounds. I'm talking about when I met this guy, he was huge. But the guy sitting in front of us today is a way different man. Lee, you want to add to that? 150 pounds, yo. 100 dropped 150 from 350. You're down to 200 now. And uh, the stuff that we teach. The success principles, it, it so comes in line with weight loss. So I'm real so excited to ado, talk about without further ado. Without further ado, there's no more dues. No more dues. Mr. Mr. Martin Goldsmith. Martin, hey, what's, what's up? up? What's going on? Hey, Martin Goldsmith. How you doing, man? Uh, you know, can't complain. Can't good, complain. good, good. All right, cool. So tell me a little bit about your story. Tell me about, uh, for, I want, we're, we're going to talk about success. We're going to talk about fitness. We're going to talk about weight loss. Absolutely. But the biggest thing. The biggest thing is you've accomplished something huge, 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 huge. What's Literally the biggest? Huge, huge like Literally. huge. Well, the guy What's I'm the looking big, at right now, that's yeah, not the guy I met. That's not the guy. Oh, no, 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 it's not no, even no. the guy I met. But when I look at it, I look at, give me the actual real number, real number, heaviest you've ever been, Martin. What's that number? That heaviest was 350 pounds. 350. 350. How tall are you? Just for, so uh, we have five foot ten. Five ten, 350 pounds. Okay. Yep. Five foot ten, 350 pounds. Cool. How much do you weigh right now? 200 pounds. So just that simple math, 350 down to 200, you lost 150 pounds. I lost 150 pounds. Now, Huge. over what time period? Uh, that's the other story. So that started back in 2009, and we ended up going back and forth over that whole period. I don't know what back and forth means, man. Clear that up. All right. So 2009, I ended up doing the gastric bypass surgery. You know, I ended up following some footsteps with people was ill-advised on being able to move forward with this. Uh, 2009, had the surgery. 2012, gained a lot of the weight back. 2015, uh, got divorced. And from 2015 to where we're at right now, I've been maintaining the fitness route. Okay, that's boring, man. I'm no, 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 that, that was boring. So tell me about the ga gastric bypass. What is that first off? For those of us who haven't had it, we've heard the stories. What is it? All right, so gastric bypass, somebody, uh, you, have, you end up going in for surgery, and the doctor pretty much clips part of your stomach off so you're not able so to. So he cuts it or he staples it? or I've heard staples. I've heard, what, what do they do? Uh, pretty much he cuts part of the stomach. So for you, it? he cut it out. He just cut it out like laser, cuts it out, seals it up, and it's a smart stomach. And, and removes correct. it? Correct. <clears throat> no, it's, uh, the remaining stays inside there. But what they don't really tell you is it grows back. So during that period, I ended up, I was only able to eat an ounce of food at the time. From an that ounce. So in re looking at something, how big is an ounce? Like shot a, glass, a sugar cube? Shot glass. Shot glass? Yeah. Okay. So you could eat a shot glass of food after you did this. Absolutely. And then if you ate two shot glasses, what happens? I was sick as a dog. You'd like throw up or something? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you, you were at 350 pounds and you said, hey, you know what? Cut me, doc. I'm not willing to take responsibility for myself. Just cut me and staple so, up my stomach so, or remove my stomach or whatever it is. And this is where I got fucked over. So I ended up having the surgery. And as soon as I ended up getting back home, I got sick as a dog. I ended up uh, realizing that part of my insides ended up adhering to my uh, the wall of my stomach and had to go in for emergency surgery. Is this common? Uh, it happens. Okay. Unfortunately, it happens. It happened to me. Uh, when they ended up having to do the repeat surgery, mm -hmm. I ended up in ICU because just I ended up with a massive infection after everything was over. Okay, so horrible, just horrible. I, something I would not recommend anybody to go okay. through. It looks great on the outside, but why, why did you make the choice, man? Why? Um, I just go back to that mindset. You're 350 pounds. So I had a lot of family members that ended up going through it and kind of was coerced by these family members. That, hey, how did you feel? So a group of you did it? Uh, there was four or five of us that ended up doing this. How yeah. did they end up? Um, right now, they ended up gaining a lot of their weight back as well, too. But um, how'd you feel right before you're 350 pounds? How is life treating Martin Goldsmith? I mean, are you like at the mall and girls are going, hey, how oh, are yeah, you doing, how Martin? You, how you doing? No, not at all. You know, I'm depressed. I just, you know, I, I needed to make that change. I needed to so be give, depressed. What is depressed? You're looking at 350 pounds. You know you caused it. Um, I mean, you got to know. You're not stupid, right? Absolutely. You got to know who put that 350 pounds on uh, you. That was all me. Okay. That, good. That so that's a big thing. It's uh, For me, I'm big on ownership. I'm big on how did you get there? You mm -hmm. ate your way there. You ate your way there. Uh-huh. Okay, so <laughs> how did you feel? I mean, was food uh, uh, like you fall back into it? Are you insecure or what's going on? Why are you taking so much food in? I, it just 
it ended up happening. I, I, I think I know. Yeah, no, I, 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 that ended up happening. I just not, because, <laughs> dude, if you sit down and in order to put on three hundred fifty pounds, the amount of the quantity of food you have to ingest to me, and not going to the gym, not making any time for going out and trying to burn anything, mm-hmm. I just would sit around with the family. But with, why? Psychologically, why? I, I, it was a point of unhappiness. Okay. So this was your escape, is your refuge? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so you just food was your way to escape, and did you know you were doing it while you were doing it? No, no. It, it you was, didn't? So you're like you're like eating a pizza. Did you eat a whole pizza for yourself? Um, there was pieces that I would overeat, yes. There, there were different things I would overeat at times, yeah. Okay, okay. And then so now how are you feeling? You're just like, I'm just sick of having 350 pounds, so I'm going to have the doctor cut my stomach out? Absolutely. That's your thought process? That I mean, I know a lot of people go through it, and I psychologically, I don't know how you get there. I, I don't. I'm not criticizing because I don't know. I haven't been there. But I'm just trying to put myself in your mind everyone, before you go, you know what, doc, cut this out. Everyone is looking for the easy way out. And I figured that, unfortunately, that was the easy way to be able to cut a whole bunch of weight out. Now, I believe that, too, but I don't know it because I haven't been 350 pounds. That's yeah, the truth. Yeah. So do you believe now that you're on this side of it that that is the easy way out? That was the that was the easy way to be able to lose weight very, very quickly. But to be able to sustain it for a long period of time, that was a whole different story. Okay. So so tell me why you believe it's the easy way first. Um, I was <clears throat> able to drop. I went down to 185, 185 pounds from the 350. How long? Uh, less than a year. Wow. Um, 185 from 350? That's 170 pounds. Yeah. That's roughly 170, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. That's, but that's, like I said, it caused me to have to go through ICU. It caused me to have to. It, it, was, it was a horrible time. It was a horrible time. So you were not happier with a lighter weight? No. Okay. Not not without the fitness uh, where I'm at Dude, right you're now. sweating. What's going I on, know. man? I'm, Why? I just ended up finishing over at the gym. Go figure. All right. Okay, good. I'm, me? I'm on Are you nervous? No, no. Do I make no. you nervous? <laughs> Chris <laughs> makes you nervous. All right. Chris I'll, makes I'll you nervous. I'll leave the room if I have to. Okay, because I, I have this belief, and, and again, I don't live in that mind, but I have this belief. It's it's the you don't understand how to control your own mind. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. And you don't know, understand how to control your relationship with food because it is a relationship with food. And it's proven. And this is easy. The, they get you when you're a kid. I mean, McDonald's has. Let's see if I don't get in trouble for McDonald's. But McDonald's has playgrounds. They have a. They used to have a clown. They have all these things. You know why? So they can get the kid hooked on the food because the food is horrible. The food won't sell itself on its merits but the problem is once they train your brain to it you don't know the difference right. so if I you don't have conscious understanding of your brain you just default to what gets plugged into you and you know for me it was count chocula lucky charms and tricks are for kids and th- they yeah. would just inundate us with this stuff and before i know it i'm a kid powering sugar and it took me long before i figured out hey they programmed me and i don't like this i just don't like it right right so i believe that once you become uh functioning adult you get you get to say hey i don't like my relationship with food i tell people i love i love red velvet cake i do i do i love it it's my favorite cake out there red velvet cake i'm just not gonna eat it that's it so listen your your body is a machine and it's powered by a single source of food to be able to make it work and make it function the way that it needs to You're, you're, a car doesn't mm-hmm. take caramel. A car doesn't take chocolate to be able to get powered. Mm-hmm. A car takes gasoline, one certain type of fuel to be able to make it go. Yeah, but you're talking about something deeper when it comes to what you put in your face. Because everybody knows. I mean, how many people out there don't know that you should eat right? Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Everybody. If you're a halfway intelligent adult, you know you need to eat right. Now, the question is, what is eat right? And then, you know, because if you start believing, you know, low fat, low sugar, oh, calorie free, this, oh, this, that, it's, it, that's all crap. It's another programming system. Absolutely. It is, hey, let's eat off the diet menu. And, you know, I, I, again, I'm talking as a guy who's never been really overweight. I've never been. But you, 350 pounds, do you agree with this? I absolutely agree with it. So what's the most important decision? So, okay, you did the gastric bypass. You got down to 185 pounds. What happens after that? Uh, ended up... Uh, I just got lazy, didn't go to the gym, didn't work out, and stuffed my face once again to be able to press that stomach and stretch it back out to gain. To uh, I went from 185 up back up to 295 over a three-year period. 185 to two, oh my god, yeah, that's that's 
that's another 100 pounds. Yeah. Now, here's how I think of it. I go to the gym, and I pick up 90s, okay, 90s. And if you ask me to take a 90 from one side of the gym, 95? 245s. 245. Okay, yeah. I like 190. Yeah. <laughs> so right. 190, and I pick up 190, just 190 pound dumbbell, and I walk it from one side of the gym to the other. I can do that pretty easy. Okay, yeah. I can walk it back a little, get a little heavy. Walk it the third time, I'm gonna start getting fatigued. And I think anybody, if you just keep walking with that 90 pounds around the gym, even your big, huge bodybuilder guy who's in great shape, your CrossFit guy or whatever, that 90 pounds will catch you. Right. Right. And and that's not something that you can optionally put down. That's something that you have to carry around with you all the time. Can you imagine the frame, the muscle frame that it takes to be able to carry that kind of weight? Okay, all the time? at 350 pounds, do you really feel it? Do you really feel like you're carrying that extra 90 pounds? Because when you lose it, I'm sure you feel it. But when you're, you're in the you're, middle of it, do you feel it? You're fatigued. You're winded. You're not feeling right. You're feeling <clears throat> depressed. You're feeling you can't escape this cloud that's surrounding so you. So what, what took you over the hump? Before you answer that, you can look outside my door, my, my office window, mm-hmm. and hundreds of people pass this on a daily basis. And I can tell you that the, the mass, the biggest percentage of those people are overweight. The, they're out of shape. They're, they're not in a good, good place. Yeah. What pushed you over that hump? Because you were fat for a long time. Yeah. A my, long time. How old are you today? Uh, 41. Of and, that 41 and you own years, that, how right? many were you fat? Oh, you I, you I own that. You were fat. I, I absolutely you own that. And you're not politically correct going, oh, I was big I, boned. I was this. No, I was. Give me, a, give me a fucking break. I, I did this to myself. I take ownership. That's of huge, it. dude. That's I huge. Ended up realizing that I needed to make this change. That's for huge. Myself. So of That's those huge. 41 years, how many were you fat? I'm sorry? Of those 41 years, how many were you fat? Um, I, 32 of them, 33 of them. And what made you go over that hump to make the decision to go, I don't want to be fat anymore? Because everyone is, or majority are. What made you make that decision? What um, triggered I, it? I, I got this. So even while I was married, which I got divorced about four to five years ago, but even while I was married, I felt embraced by this huge... I felt swallowed. I felt like I was trapped in a body that I couldn't stand to be. Well, the mic a little in. closer to you. Oh, Anybody? so you didn't you didn't like looking in the mirror? Uh, pretty much. Okay, and pretty you didn't so that you didn't like who you were basically. I, I and did you know that you were that because of the choices you were making while you were making those choices? Was it clear to you that hey, I'm eating pizza. Hey, I'm eating chocolate. Hey, did you know that you were doing that to yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. And you continued to do it to yourself until the point that it was no more. Okay. So and then what took you over that edge? Uh, was it something? Was it just a? I, I finally had the opportunity to self-reflect and realize that I don't like the person that I'm, d- and I took. I'm taking full responsibility for my actions. By the way, that's huge. That's it. That's that's in success. Mm-hmm. That's in sales. That's in business. That's in anything. If you realize I'm not a victim, I I put myself here. The actions that I made got me here. Absolutely. And once you own that, and it's not your mom's responsibility, your dad's, or you didn't get brought up in the right place, you didn't go to the right college, you didn't get the right opportunity, somebody else had something better, somebody else said blah, 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 blah. Once you say, this is me, I built me, I am where I'm at because of the decisions I made. Once you do that, I believe that's huge in everything, not just weight loss. It's intense. But weight loss is the simplest, cleanest way for me to explain it to somebody. Mm -hmm. Because I'll tell you, I'm not a dietitian, just for the record, I'm not a dietitian or anything like that. I'm a businessman. Real simple. I could tell you how to stay in shape. And tell me if I'm wrong on this, because this is tell me this is real simple. And I tell people this because I'm you know I go to the gym all the time. I work out all the time. I eat right and all that stuff. But I tell people it's real simple. Here's what it is. Eat healthy, one. Exercise consistently, two. That's it. Yeah, for the most part, eighty percent of that your your abs are built in the kitchen. Okay. The rest of the, your 20% is your physical activity that you're putting. So forward. is my routine solid? Uh, if I put it in front of a dietitian, a doctor, and I said, hey, eat healthy, yeah, exercise consistently. Yeah. Those two things. Yeah. Now, where it gets really muddy is when the commercial people get involved in the eat healthy part. Because they'll say, well, this is fat-free. This is gluten-free. This is that-free. This is that-free. And I've had people tell me, well, how do I know what healthy is? And I said, okay, so let's take the dial all the way to the most extreme. Become a vegetarian. Cut out all sugar, cut out all white flour, and just eat vegetables. Right. Now, is that healthy? I think almost everybody would agree that's fairly healthy. I won't say 100% because you get the guys who say, I need protein, I need animal protein. Okay, so cool. We'll, 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 dial the, we'll pull the dial back just a little bit, but nowhere inside of that do we put back in sugars or white flour. 
Right. As long as we don't put back sugars and white flour and you say, hey, listen, I am going to eat fish and chicken and, and beef and whatever. If you, if you say that, now you move the dial back just a little bit. That's not a really complicated situation to understand, right? That's easy to understand. I, I don't think that our genetics have changed from back in the day when all this refined stuff ended up coming, from, coming forth to where we're at today. Our body requires the, the normal stuff, the, the going out and hunting for your food and growing and farming mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. Your body requires what we've always required through decades and decades of time. It's never been getting the Jolly Rancher candy that's been over refined and and no no it's it's about food. So the problem becomes this. Here's the problem: your brain has been trained to like that white flour and sugar, and they put it in everything, man. It's a drug. It's it, and they've been. And in order, you have to take conscious control of your mind, or else you're gonna aim for that Snickers bar whenever you get a chance. Right. You're gonna aim for the pizza. Or you're gonna aim for the fatty deep fried foods. You're gonna aim for that stuff. Because your brain has been trained for that. But if you can consciously override it and go, you know what? I tell everybody, I love that cake. I'm just not going to eat it. Right. And if you know me, you know that, hey, yeah, people will give me a big old slice of cake. And, you know, out of respect, I might take a little tiny bite. I love it. I would love to eat the whole thing. I right. would. I just won't. Because I consciously control myself. And I think that that's the spot where you got to where you said, you know what? I'm not going to buy this crap anymore. Right. Right. And, and so did you follow any type of diet or anything like that? So when I originally started with this, I, I went through several different diets. Give right? me them. Give uh, me them. So started off. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. All right. Went through a paleo. Um, what is paleo? For anybody who doesn't know, I don't know. All right. So it's. it's. Is that the caveman? Uh, caveman diet? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're still doing the, the, the higher proteins, uh, lower carbs, healthier carbs. Th that's too vague. Give me something. Uh, so I was doing the ground turkey, okay. uh, doing some quinoa, okay. uh, doing uh, Brussels sprouts for vegetables okay. uh, until that plateau. And that's paleo. That, more of a paleo type of diet. Okay, got yeah. it. Cool. So turkey, Brussels sprouts, quinoa, that's paleo. Got it. Correct. Um, moving over to the keto diet, um, which I know a lot of people, there's a lot of pros and cons that come mm -hmm. along with it. Uh, keto is high fat. Moderate protein, no carbohydrates whatsoever. So give me, give me something. That's, that, that's um, all junk to me. So it was, uh, let's see, uh, ground beef with avocado and bacon. Bacon? Uh, bacon. Was that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah ground beef was, with avocado and bacon? I'll yeah, do that for breakfast. Put, putting heavy whipping cream inside oh, your coffee. Man. Putting something called MCT oil inside your coffee. Okay. Blending it up is something called bulletproof coffee. Mm -hmm. um, you're focused on higher fat. Okay. And where everything ends up coming back, uh, coming from... Um, so that's with, the keto keto diet. Keto diet. Okay, cool. Got it. Keep got um, it. So you did paleo, you did keto. Keep going. And now I'm back to more of a balanced kind of diet. Ba trying, what's balanced? So you know I'm eating, um, let's say chicken, steak, rice, potato, mm -hmm. vegetables, um, something a little bit more balanced. Have you heard now. about keto crotch? You know I, what keto crotch is? I have not heard of keto crotch, but why is he laughing over there? <laughs> he's, he's sending me little things. He said, ask about keto crotch. I want to know if you knew what I, it was. I haven't heard about keto crotch. All right. Crotch. Yeah. Google it. So uh, he, he, uh, you're the Googler. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna, he's gonna take care of that. So keto. Okay, so keto. Now, here's my belief in that stuff. Uh, there was a time I followed Atkins. I, 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 I watch these diets because I'm like – because to me, it's, it's actually – once you have conscious control over your brain and you say, hey, listen, I am only going to eat – what I believe is healthy. And I'm not going to believe anybody that's selling me anything. Because you know what? It's real simple. Do you have any seen any commercials for broccoli ever in your life? No. No? Milk. You know why? Because there's no milk. <laughs> there's well. a, uh, milk. Think about it. Milk is one of the things. That one That one makes me very angry. Let me, I, I, and, know, and here's I, why. No, I, here's no, why. I'll, I'll, do you know what milk is designed to do? Okay, so just look at just from an animalistic perspective. I look at things from the basics. Animalistic perspective. What is cow's milk designed to do? Nurture cows. Take a little tiny 40-pound calf and turn it into a 400-pound cow as rapidly as possible. Correct. Eh, incorrect. How much? It's for Fruity Pebbles. Oh, good point. <laughs> for Fruity Pebbles. But what they did is they figured out, hey, we can get mass of this stuff, and all we have to do is hire some famous people, put a milk mustache on there, tell everybody it has vitamin D in it, which, by the way, is ridiculous. It might, but so does the sun, right. and so does like everything else. Right. 
and then and then just market it, put a couple some famous people, put a milk mustache on it, and tell everybody it does a body good. And before you know it, they've got a whole population drinking the milk of a foreign species. Right. <laughs> Literally Gross. drinking the milk of a foreign species. But also as well, dumping a whole bunch of hormones and antibiotics and everything. That's just so they that- can keep it going. That's so they can keep it going. But you're right. They train everybody's brain, and they trained us. I know because I was that guy. I, I was yeah. trained. Yeah. I like milk and cookies when I was a kid. I do not drink milk now. I don't. Just right. don't. Because right. when I look at it, I go, wait a minute. Yeah, naturally, that's what that is. So here's another thing I do. I go with, um, you know what a carnivore is and an herbivore, right? An herbivore yeah. is someone who just eats plants, plants and vegetables yeah. and stuff like that. Herbivore, their grinding mechanism in their mouth is just grinding. They don't have chomping and incisors like carnivores do. Correct. Okay? So herbivores grind. Carnivores just bite. They just chomp down and bite. Think about your dog. Your dog doesn't bite and chew and grind and anything. He just carnivore. He wants meat. He wants to eat something. And that's what carnivores do. Human beings, we have both. However, the dominant one inside of us is what? Carnivore. Negative. No. You think you have giant incisors like a like a crocodile or like a dog? No, it's 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 grinding. It's more Vegetables. Okay. It's more herbivore. We lean towards herbivore. We have the ability to go carnivore. That's just, just look at yourself. I mean, look at your teeth. Are your teeth designed to cut? Are no. they like no. r- like dog's teeth that will bite and penetrate? No, you usually have two, you know, the fangs or whatever you call them. Yeah. That you got two good, strong teeth. Your incisors are pretty strong, the front teeth. But the majority of your, of your work is done by grinding, which means what? Just basically? Just basics. Yeah. You need yeah. vegetables. You're, you're, you're kind of designed to be an herbivore. Right. Kind of designed to be an herbivore, but you have the ability to cross over to carnivore. Now, that's just some basic stuff. Yeah. Nowhere yeah. in there does it say Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. But you know, there's no money in broccoli. There's not, there's not a whole lot of money in fresh vegetables. There's just not. Not like, like, not like selling the cereals. The cereals are ridiculously profitable. But uh, Correct. And everything is connected. I mean, all the corporations are all connected when it ends up coming in to be able to selling you the junk that you're eating for food to the pharmaceutical industry that's selling the drugs to be able to counteract what you're currently putting into your body to use as fuel. Because your body's going to turn everything into as its DNA Mm -hmm. to be able to provide itself as fuel. If I can't pronounce what's on the box or what's on mm-hmm. whatever it is. I, typically there's it's not a box it's shop the good wall. for you shop, shop the walls not the hall good for you um but I, for the most part i'm looking at the ingredients that are on a product if i can't pronounce no. it it's not going in me so this means so you can't read you can't eat <laughs> so let's yeah if you're, those people who you are read you can't eat man that, that sucks there you go let's just stop people from reading and we're done all yeah. the all the illiterate yeah. people are everybody be skinny. will be in shape everybody <laughs> in shape but it's a it's a bigger thing it's a psychological commitment yeah. you have to psychologically first take take responsibility for where you are which you just did i mean you clearly done that in this in this little sit you said yeah i got myself fat and you got yourself thin so you have to when it's time when nobody's looking at night at 10 o'clock at night when you're watching your favorite show and guess what the snickers bar is right over there there's no Were you bars. a chubby kid? I was all my life. So born chubby? Uh, I was yeah. I was a I was yeah from ten years old, eight, nine, ten. So years prior old. to ten, you were a skinny kid. Oh, I I blew up like a whale when I was a kid. I I was I don't know I don't know what that turned into or why. Um, maybe reflecting, but I a lot of donuts, a lot of pizza, a lot of when you were a kid. Yeah, was it your parents the, trying to make you happy or? Uh, was it pa- easy? I don't. I don't even think the parents even paid attention. Or yeah, they don't. A lot of times they don't. I, I have a kid, and a lot of people know. I have a kid, and, and one of the things, my prouder moments is this: when he was young, maybe let's call it six years old, we he would say, "Hey, I want McDonald's," and I consciously went through and I said, "You know, I can't just deny you because then when the time comes, you're gonna freaking hit it like a, you know, like gangbusters." So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take you to McDonald's, but I'm not gonna eat, and I'll make it very conscious to you, or make it very make you very aware that I'm not gonna eat. And I would say, "Hey, you get whatever you want." And he's like, "I want a Happy Meal." And I said, "I'm not gonna eat here. I'll go somewhere else." And he asked me, "Why don't you eat here?" And I said, "Because I want to be a big strong man, and in order to do that, I can't eat McDonald's." Right. About a year later, he says, <laughs> "My seven-year-old kid." He says, um, "He's not seven anymore." He says. Uh, <laughs> He says, Dad, I think I'm becoming a man because I don't want to go to McDonald's anymore. And I said, good. And I said, it won't happen real fast. You're still going to want to go and you go with your buddies. But when it happens, you're probably never going to eat McDonald's again. He goes, I think I'm becoming a man. My seven-year-old kid. And I knew I was fighting McDonald's. So I had to psychologically have a better edge over him. And I know at that age, they want to be like Dad. So I was able to say, hey, 
You want to be a big, strong man like dad? We don't eat McDonald's. We eat healthy. We eat, you know, fruits and vegetables and we eat, you know, grilled chicken, grilled salmon. That's what we eat. But when you're a kid, get away with it. I tell them all the time. Yeah, I'm not going to stop you. Have right. your happy meal. Right. Have right. your happy meal. And th- psychologically, it worked so good oh my god so good he used to pride himself on i haven't been to mcdonald's in 12 years or 13 years he used to be and none of his friends would believe him because they're so programmed to it so that's that's where i knew that i had a little bit of an edge over the commercial people that are trying to teach people to eat mcdonald's or eat whatever you know i'm using mcdonald's but it's 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 all the fast food places but can you deny how brilliant that business plan oh i love it it? it? i love it i love it rewind the clock 30 years go to the 80s if you went into a McDonald's, what did you see? The clown. In the 80s? The clown, yeah, the, the playground, the, the balls, hamburglar. the hamburglar, the yeah. commercials, the yeah. Happy Meals. Now, they 30 years ago, they took these kids and they programmed them so well that today, what do you see at a McDonald's? Do you see a playground anymore? Every once in a while. Not, Every, not, those are the older ones, right? Yeah, the yeah, newer yeah. ones. Do you see the hamburglers? Do you see all these fancy things? No. Why? Because... That generation is now trained with kids, and those parents are addicted. So the parents are now taking their children, and the children are getting addicted. So they don't need they no well, they no longer need those draws because everyone's already programmed, and right. the kids are going to continue to eat it, and their kids are going to continue to eat it. And that business plan is magnificent. Pop Horrible quiz. for health. Who's Horrible. the Who's the most successful restaurant in the world? McDonald's by far. Absolutely. Nobody even comes close. Yeah. But see, they understand that's a battle of the mind, and unless you consciously take control and say, "Hey, you know what? No, I." do not i just won't i don't eat mcdonald's i just don't right, right. i just don't right it's real it's real simple i just i drink their coffee <laughs> he, he drinks their coffee, I I love love their coffee. I, I'm, I'm sure you still get your, your <laughs> double, <laughs> double quarter pounder with cheese but that's is taking that right? responsibility there, and that's the hardest Easy part <laughs> is because when you're when you're um you have to make the choices when nobody is looking you can make them in front of us and say hey you know i don't i don't i don't next you're still huge well you don't, you don't, you don't in front of people, but once everything, once everybody's gone, you're just chowing down on the chips and eating up all the fat food. You haven't really made the switch psychologically. That's a big deal, by the way. That's psychology thing. And that is success also. I mean, you're, uh, you're a realtor, I'm a lender. So I see realtors and I know, I know the formula to make them successful. I absolutely know it. I absolutely know it. Work. I absolutely, it really is work because there's certain things you can do, but just if you work, Eight honest hours a day, honest hours, not not crap hours, not bullshit hours, honest hours a day, and you even have a little tiny bit of guidance, not a lot, you will be successful. You will be because you're outworking everybody probably 20 to 1. Yeah. Because even when people are working, they, you know, and, and it's it's the self-discipline. It's the because some people, you know, it's like saying, hey, I ate one good meal this week, so I should be getting in shape. No, it's you're either they're doing it all the time or you're not. Right. How often do you go to gym now? Uh, let's say five days a week, probably six. So, okay. Why so many? Um, it's just built in. It's just programmed into myself that just as I were to brush my teeth in the morning to take a shower in the morning, I have to go to the gym. So the responsibility for your overall package, your life, you is enough for you going five or six. That's, that's a lot of times, man. I don't go that many times. I, I, I go, I go three times religiously, but I go, I don't go five sometimes for fun. I mean, I, if you count skiing and stuff like that, I like doing that kind of stuff, yeah. but five days, how long when you, how long when you go to the gym, how long when, are you there? When I first started off with this, it was twice a day, two hour session. Oh my God. Um, Who has that kind of time? Uh, when you wake up at four o'clock in the morning and you get home at eight okay. o'clock in the morning, in the evening. And when you're, you don't work. So it's like oh, that, yeah. that, too. that too. No, I swear I work. I work. <laughs> um, no, I, um, that, that's more right now. It's, it's an hour session. You know, it's so you go. Time. So you put about five hours a, a week in the gym, at least five about to six, five so. hours a week. Okay, so yeah. one hour each time you go. Yeah, right, I got cool. I got friends that know you because of our social media. They're like, hey, I seen your buddy Martin at the gym. That's cool. Yeah, my oh, really? people you don't even yeah. know know people you, you don't man. even know. Yeah. <laughs> so so Let's five hours. Now, what's more important? Is the gym more important or the food more important? The food is by far the most important. So I I've heard my numbers, but I want to hear yours. How much percentage wise, if you put it in a pie, how much percentage is food? How much percentage is exercise? Eighty percent of your food is dictated by what you're putting out. Okay. Your, so. your body your body is going to utilize your fuel the way that you're whatever you're putting into it i don't know what that says so how much of it is food percentage 80 80 percent is food 80 percent 
80 percent's food 20 percent's the gym because a lot of right. people think you have to go to the gym to get in shape and i'm like no just control what's going in your face right get in you shape could literally lose weight. because it's just literally and then people hate when i say this stuff i'm and i get the the weight loss thing is i all my friends know i tell our people all the time eat healthy man eat healthy exercise eat right why because as you get older it's awesome to be in shape all the time yeah. it really is everybody's all beat up and you know if but if you mind what you put in your face and you do some kind of exercise. You don't have to be extreme, but that's where people get very angry. They're like, "You don't understand. It's a disease. I'm big boned. I'm I'm this. I'm that." That's, that's you don't the understand. Biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever heard. Why? It's, okay, not, see, it's but not a disease. I go when I so I work. I I do my. I would like to hopefully think that I work at least five, six, seven, eight hours a day. Um, You'd like to think? Is that what you said? I, I would like to think so, but you know, obviously, it's not all the time. Um, but part of my hour a day is contributed towards work. That it, going to the gym is part of the work day. Okay. I, I, I because you're talking to the people about real estate when you're working out. No, no. It's just it's the responsibility that I have is to be able to go, and that's just it's integrated as part of my day of working out. Okay. So how is your life different today? I mean, you were 350 pounds. You were. It was, you're saying it's harder to get around. You're carrying all this extra weight. You're saying... So, so back in those how days... How is your life different? What's different? Why is it better? Uh, well, well, back in those days, life was different as well, too. So prior to 2009, um, I was uh, working on an ambulance. I was working 24, 48, 96-hour shifts, um, a w sitting in the front seat of an ambulance, not really mobile, and just eating all day long. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if we weren't on a call, we'd have food, we'd have our two liter bottle of soda that was sitting on the side of us. Um, so from that point, I, well, here, here's what I'm reaching for. Here's a, Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a billionaire. He's billions of dollars mm -hmm. and he's fat and out of shape. And then there's someone like David Goggins. Oh, uh, not David Goggins. Let's, let's Joe Rogan. Let's use Joe Rogan. Yeah. Joe Rogan, who's in really good shape, works out every day. They're, he's a multimillionaire. How is Joe Rogan's life better than Donald Trump's? And they're one's way out of shape and one's really in shape. You know, who has a better life? I would say Rogan. Uh, Ro Rogan is more balanced. I would say that that's subjective because you don't know unless you're in that guy's. Well, mind. Every, everyone said everyone says that when you lose weight and you get in shape, you have a better life. So who has a better life then? You have one guy who works out and one guy that does. Better life is subjective, though. Subjective. You could be in great shape and have a horrible life. That's like being rich and having a horrible life. It's it's a balance from my perspective. It is balance. It is family work. It is so. Health, I want to know exercise. where that affects Martin. I want to know affect you? why is yeah. Martin's life better today or not because of the weight loss. Um, it, it's it it's it's the center point of my life. Do you get more dates? Um, of course. <laughs> of course. Look at you. I'm a player. Is that now. the motivating factor? So, so was it is hard to motivate? At, at 350 pounds, is it hard to get a girlfriend? I was married at the time. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. So it's not so, hard. So bo both of us were leveling up at that time as well, too. Uh, okay. Um, I took it on the other side of it and wanted to shit everything off. Were you ever single when you were fat? Uh, well, when I first got divorced, yeah. Okay. So was it yeah. easy to get a girlfriend when you're fat? No, not at all. Oh, no? hell no. No. No? Well, not, not for the quality that you're Well, one of my friends told me this. He said, uh, she, uh, she said, hey, Lee, you want to you wanna know how to disappear in America? Put 30 pounds on. Right. And everybody will ignore you. Yeah. That nobody will pay attention to you at all. Donald and Trump she goes, I learned <laughs> yeah, Donald Trump not, is how much overweight? <laughs> but that's not he, he gets his attention for different reasons. Yeah, but yeah. I, for the yeah. average person I'll give you that. But there's a lot of famous, successful, fat people, and that's why I'm that's what I'm trying to reach for. I'm trying to see what the difference is between skinny and fat, because you've had both. I, I have. It, it's I wanna know about skinny, but better shape, way better shape. Um it, it's you know, being able to walk into a store and not have to look for double XL, triple XL shirts. Oh, okay. You know, it, it's quality it's, of life. I I can go into a Nordstrom now and and feel like I'm shopping w with the normal people. I, where I, were you debilitated? Where where what could you not do? Uh, Roller coasters. Yeah, I get. I mean, I I can't remember the last time I ended up going when I was when I was there. Um, What's it like on an airplane there you seat? Go. Yeah. At 350 pounds. You know, you're sitting right next to somebody, so that middle. Well, that what's middle, it like? Middle, well, for them, probably. Tight. Yeah, what's it like? Because, you know, I don't want, I don't want it, and not that I, I don't hate these people, but just physically, they're consuming a lot of space and the air. And giving seats, off a lot of heat. And giving off a lot of heat. <laughs> and there might be Hopefully, some stank behind that, too. You want to go with the stank, dude? Uh, you should back it off, man. You're going to get some honest. letters. Did you sneak more when you were strongly worried emails? What's deodorant? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's it like as a guy, 350 pounds in a car, in an pl- airplane seat, and two people coming next to you? Because you got to feel it, right? You got to oh, feel yeah. nobody wants. I don't want to sit next to this guy. I not that I even don't like you. I just don't like the choices you made to get the 350 pounds. And now I'm I'm subjected to be right next to you. Yeah, no, I I agree. I I'm. You should pay you two seats. Yeah, they tried that. Or they got sued. They, they tried. Did they? That. Did they, they really? Sued and they lost. Yeah, the airlines tried to make you buy two seats and they they lost. Oh, no, I, I don't remember that. Yeah, well, there's that whole political correct thing right now that goes on, which it, you know it, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for calling you fat. But you said, "Hey, I'm fat. I was I, fat. I yeah, was calling fat. you what you say yeah, you are. It's yeah. fat. Yeah. You so you identified as fat. So yeah. I'm calling you was what you identified. Yeah, you so know, politically I'm, correct people there, huh? I'm calling him what he identified as. I'm I'm going after my union. So I'm I'm filing a grievance around here. They called me fat. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are you still fat? I am not fat anymore. Are I, you over, I, are you overweight? Uh, I still have about 15 20 pounds I need to go. Okay. Um you know, obviously I think there's video that's playing right now so you guys would see where I'm at. And I'm mm-hmm. hoping that I can end up sharing where the before and afters were that you guys be able to take a look on. So what's the big t- takeaway for somebody? Because this I'm gonna this is gonna move over to business here in just a second, but yeah. What's the big takeaway? Somebody over there that's a hundred pounds over, hundred and fifty pounds. It's intent. It's it all comes with life with intent. You need to take the bull by the horns and go after it and and <clears throat> eat responsibly, go to the gym, lift heavy weights, get active. Go on the treadmill. Go take a walk. Do something that is just going to produce some sort of activity. What I do like to see, especially in our area, Ranch Cucamonga, Ontario, um, really safe suburban type of area. I see a lot of people, a lot of uh, these offices where there's a lot of uh, people that are just walking around the block, mm-hmm. you know, mi- taking their midday stroll. And mm-hmm. Yeah, see, we got an office them. space in here that they come up. Yeah, they come out, they're walking around like, yeah, <laughs> like I, an I, Olympic I, event, I, man. It's should, hilarious. Well, may, maybe I should be sitting over here a little bit more often. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you said it's 80 percent what you what you put in your face. Yeah, right. And that's yeah. and I'm going to tell you that that's a lot of psychology. That's a lot of psychology, because if you're running around going, whoa, I got the sugar free or the fat free or the gluten free well, or the this free or that free if you're getting anything with a free on it that says you're you're being sold by a corporation which is i'm gonna say crap yeah i'm gonna say bullshit yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna call bullshit on all of it on all of it you forget that sugar free because you know they there was that whole craze where sugar free yeah they switched to a spare tame and they switched to all these other chemicals which are way worse right way worse what, what was the one that was causing uh the significant diarrhea was the, on the ch- lestra but everybody's looking <laughs> for that quick fix they don't want to psychologically take control of what they put in their face right. vegetables and, don't say sugar free well the and truth is and, and here's the thing you can train your brain to like vegetables you can train if you consciously take your mind and say i'm going to learn to like this broccoli i'm going to learn to like this broccoli and you can learn you can train your brain you can i you know i'm sorry i never gagged off of broccoli or or my kid has yeah yeah Uh, yeah, (laughs) i've seen it man as long as you look at this as a source of fuel to be able to bring substance for yourself yeah you're not necessarily looking for that quick fix i can i can appreciate the old, you know, back in the day when I was eating the chocolate cake or mm-hmm. having a bowl of ice cream, I don't see that as fuel. I don't see that as a positive for myself. Do you want it? No, not at all. Do you I, like it if you eat it? I, there's nothing inside my cupboard right now that is is. But do you want well, it? Well, strange thing no. happens, man. When you start eating clean, and guys who eat clean know this. If you eat clean and then you just eat a little bit off, it's just a little off. Your oh, body uh, freaks uh, out, man. Yeah, but your when body's you like, see it, do you Whoa. want it? So, I mean, I think the last time that I ended up taking a cheat was that actually we ended up going out to Vegas. Okay. Uh, I think New Year's. Oh, and you and I, I? Yeah. We ended up going out. There was to, girls uh, with us. There was girls with us. Uh, Patty. Yeah, that, that one. <laughs> I was just trying to say that we're not gay, but okay. Well, I don't think that worked. Sapphire, Destiny's Destiny, and Sapphire and Betty. We ended up doing the uh, what was that place that was on? Oh, the, the best pizza show? pizza on earth, oh, Chicago dude. style. Yeah, uh, um, D Gorgonios. D- uh, I don't yeah. know, but it's at the Bally's. So yeah. go ahead and no, check that, that out. Was, Best Chicago pizza. That was amazing stuff. But I mean, I, I wasn't afraid to go out there and take that cheat meal while I was in the middle of, you know, of, of still continuing. So life. here's the difference. Sometimes people are interested and sometimes people are committed. Mm-hmm. So are you interested in losing weight or are you committed no, to losing weight? 100% committed. If you're committed, if you're committed, it won't matter whether I help you or I don't help you, you're not gonna. No, no one's going to stop you. When you're committed, 
if you're committed, you people will not stop you. They just will not stop you. Absolutely. If you're interested, then any little bump in the road and you're you're off track. Any bump in the road and you're off track. Right. But if you're committed, if you're committed, it, you won't get off track. And that parlays over to business. That's the same thing. Is are there, you interested in being successful or are you committed to being successful? It, if you're committed, you get up and you do the things you have to do even when you don't feel like it, right. especially when you don't feel like it. Right. Because you know who the hardest person you're going to have to overcome is? Myself. That's yourself on everything you do because yeah. you are already a giant bundle of patterns and habits. And if those patterns and habits give you the life that you want, great. Lean into them. Keep them strong. But if you're not where you want to be, you got to switch those patterns and habits. And it happened. That happened. That, and that and that's in business too. I yeah. mean, how, do I call you out on your bullshit for uh, for for your work? Do I? Yeah. 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 I, yeah kind I, of. I, or like hardcore. How many, how many real listings do you have? Yeah. No. <laughs> real, I have real a listings. Lot of them. <laughs> real listings. Well, that's because uh, I, I've been working with Martin for a while, and he gets land listings, and he gets real. Real estate listings. He so gets he business gets listings too. Yeah, yeah he gets business. and he gets business listings. And I know the percentage of land listings to sell, the percentage of business listings, and the percentage of home listings. So when Martin will say, "Hey, I have ten, and I say, "Okay, now how many real <laughs> listings do you have?" And he'll go four. Okay, got it. Because I don't, I don't buy the bullshit. I want real. I want real. Because you can lie to people. Why would you want to lie? Who cares? I don't care. Other, it's it's not a lie. I do have these. You have ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're 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 placating yourself at that point. Yeah, yeah. they're realist things, and I hope you sell them. I really do. But I know the odds on you selling are very low, very yeah. low. So well, can you name can you name three things that are changed in your life since the weight loss? Can you name three things that have drastically changed with your health, whatever, whatever it may be? Can you I name just, them? I you know I'd have to go with the the commitments. Um, What's that mean? Just the, the commitment to myself, the commitment to the... Yeah, but th how, did, how did it change your life? How is your life different? I'll give you an example. I hear that overweight people have erectile dysfunction. I'm oh not God. saying I'm not saying to put that out there. Oh God! If you don't want to, Chris, you're looking a little heavy right now, and I think you're <laughs> you checking me out, bro. Again? I'm gonna go sit over there. Oh God! Yeah, it'd probably be a good idea. Show tech so guys, has, has anything changed? Is there anything that's better or worse since the weight loss? Um. I can't really identify what anything one thing after another. I, I so why I'm, do it? I'm still in the middle of it. I'm still focused on I. I don't see myself in the mirror as the fat guy or the skinny guy. I see myself as just Martin. I I don't see the now difference. or then either either way. Yeah, I, what I, do you mean either way? You I, said you wanted to lose weight because you wanted to feel like a normal human being and shop in a regular store. And, and now you're saying that that doesn't even exist. And well, it, it, having that mental change, I, I still see myself as the fat kid. Oh, like, it's like, inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So has anything changed? Did you sleep better? Do you... Well, I... Do you get more dates? I do. A I lot do. more dates? A lot more dates. So you're um, 350 pounds. You're not getting a lot of dates. Nah, I don't know because I haven't been 350. Maybe those so guys So is that the only motivating factor to well, lose I weight mean, is even, get a date? No, even even before. So the 350 before the gastric bypass, I had the sleep apnea machine that was on. Okay. And now, I, I have, not even now, several years prior, I haven't had There yet. it is. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. Yeah. So, so people with sleep apnea could potentially not use those machines anymore if they lose weight. Correct. That's a big life Correct. changer. Yeah. Huge life changer. Yeah. You're yeah. actually going to live longer. I believe 70 to 80% of the illnesses are caused by our diet. Name them. I, I think <laughs> we could start with cancer. And cancer. One. Name another one. Well, I'm not a doctor. You got to put that out there. Are you sure? Diabetes. Yeah. Are you sure I'm not a doctor? Let me double check. Hold on. Yep. I'm not a doctor. Double check. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. Because when, when you eat stuff that your body can't break down, when you get to it, you're a living organism. Your body is live cells. And in order to build itself, you need to bring in live cells, but there's no profit in bringing in broccoli. There's no profit in that. So what they do is they create all these chemicals and your body has a complex uh, problem breaking down the complexity of the chemicals in your stomach and therefore it takes longer to get through your system and because it gets longer through it gets to your system it causes the carcinogens and stuff like that that's a lot of research i'm not a doctor but i do watch this stuff diabetes is the same type of stuff you've overloaded the pancreas because yeah. you've got too much uh sugar coming in you're, you don't know what to do so it freaks out and, and your insulin goes way out of whack See, but also with the insulin spikes as well too is also with your weight gain as well mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, it, that sends your triggered it sends by everything. like artificial sweeteners so that's why i say seven to 80 percent no 70 percent or more of our illnesses are created by 
the food true. we take in. Yeah, well, the truth is, if you get the common cold, if you get the flu, and your body's in good shape, you'll beat it fast. Your body is well, well equipped to beat most things. Right. Most things. It can't be. There's some things it can't beat. We need Western medicine for that. It's, right. it's, it's important. But if you really give your body the power and not feed it all the crap, all the chemicals, all these additives, all these preservatives, stop buying into the fat-free, sugar-free, stop buying into all that crap. Yeah. That gives you the power to have your body now can beat the things. And that doesn't say you'll never get sick. You're going to get sick. That's, I'm that's hungry. Part of got life. a cucumber I can <laughs> on? <laughs> got a pizza in the car for you. No, well, like a cucumber. Well, it's funny because my breakfast literally is, is I come into work every day and it's a bunch of broccoli, a bunch of cucumbers, and he's laughing at me. And, you know, I people are like, well, him. all right, well, he wants his broccoli. He wants, like, hey, you going to share some of that broccoli? Can you kick? I got my own broccoli, bro. All right. <laughs> I make bank. I make bank. I can buy my own asparagus. You, you make bank. There, He's like, there, yeah, yeah. there was the other thing that you mentioned as well, too, about the, you know, the body breaking down dead cells. Yes. You know, and, yeah. and how that how that ends up occurring as well. And I don't know if you want to elaborate with that. The, um, on, oh. uh, I know it was a deeper conversation that you and I were talking about. Right. Where breaking down meat is is more cumbersome on the body oh yeah yeah yeah. if you if you dig into and you study it your body has to break down things okay so like broccoli it's alive if you if you get it and it's alive your body can break that down in hours yeah maybe even less than an hour you get something that's a little more complex like fish that's going to take an hour to two, maybe three hours, maybe up to four hours. You get something more complex, and I'm talking from a, from an atomic structure, um, like chicken. Yeah. Chicken takes longer than fish, than broccoli. So chicken, six hours, eight hours. You start getting into red meats. This is why some people say, I don't eat red meat. Well, red meat is very complex, yeah. and it depends on the type of red meat. If you get to really complex red meat, like I don't eat it, but monkey meat is really complex. It's really complex. Your body can take three days, four days to break that down. Beef, steaks, it'll take you 48 hours, 24, 48, sometimes 72 hours to break that down. And it's breaking down partially through your uh, salivary glands, partially through your stomach, mostly through your intestines. And it's breaking down as it's working its way through. And it takes that long. So your body, the reason you get heavy after you eat the crap is your body's going to work and saying, I got to break this down. It takes the energy from anything you else you, you would normally be doing. And it uses it towards this. If you want to not get tired, eat a vegetarian lunch. Yeah. Eat a vegetarian lunch and watch how like, huh, I don't know why, but I'm not tired. Hey, there's a one-for-one one relationship here. Right. And that's the complexity of it. And that's when you get really deep into the diet stuff. But if you start throwing chemicals in there, your body has to figure out the chemicals. It takes a long time to figure out the complexity of the chemicals. Right. And it decides has to decide whether I want to use this or not. And inside of that, there's stuff that your body should never have in it. It should not have this stuff in it. Right. Right. It's pretty simple. I used to uh, follow this guy. His name is Jack LaLanne. He's passed since then, but he was a really big fitness guru. Uh, yeah, the juicer guy, right? Yeah, he's a juicer guy. Yeah. He used to pull boats. So he was he was really in shape, and he's real simple. He said, if God didn't make it, don't eat it. It's real simple. Right. And that's the simplest way to say it. Hey, you know what? Yeah, I, he didn't make Cocoa Puffs. Guess what? Don't eat it. He didn't make McDonald's. Guess what? Don't eat it. You can get into, well, the animal, the yeah, how much of that is real beef? It's not real beef. Even if, if, if you're eating real beef, and even if it's complex to break down, at least it's real beef. How much of, a, of, of those fast food burgers are real beef? Uh, n- not much. But 10%? Even, even at the market as well, too, how they raise the beef as well. Correct. So I, Correct. I, I, and you can get into the complexity of all of it. But yeah. this, uh, it, to make it simple, it's real simple. Dial it all the way up to vegetarian with no sugar and no white flour, and then bring it back just a little bit. Never put the white sugar and flour back in there. That's it. It's right. really You can put in chicken. You can put in fish. You can put in beef. Dial it back. To where your lifestyle is good, right. and that's the, that's the simplest plan in the world. You don't have to go to you, you can go to dietitian, but it's it's really that simple. It, it helps to be able to work. I I did it all myself, but it it helps to work with somebody else. You know, a loved one, somebody somebody else that's um, going to be able to do this they along do with that. you and keep you accountable. <laughs> so okay, so a, a person that's overweight right now, what's a tip you can give them. We have the diet, eat right, exercise. Got that. Everyone yeah. knows that. Everyone's heard that their whole life. What valuable tip can you give someone right now that will help them change their life? They need to. You need to determine that today is the day and make the commitment to yourself to be able to. It's, so what can it's, they do? Give me something to do. It's not the do. It's the commitment. It's I'm going to do this. What you do, it, it, go get active. Eat healthy. 
get put the shit in your mouth that is actually going to process through and not cause your body to go through a fucking whirlwind. Okay, so and go push heavy shit and go run and go get sweaty and that's the plan. It, it's it's not a what should you do. The 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 should you do is to commit to yourself that I'm changing right now. For what? For what? Yeah. Why? For for health for for, for health. What does I, that I, mean? You can live longer? <clears throat> No, uh, what does that mean? No, that today's going to be your day. That what's that, the benefit? Uh, well, here, give you mine. I'll give you mine. Okay, you know, just, I mean, yeah, yeah. okay what's the benefit for me? Well, you, you, that's not fair because you've never lost hundred. You're right. Pounds. I didn't lose hundred pounds. I'm but what's my motivating the, factor for doing for, it? I'm trying to find out for the person who's 150 okay, pounds overweight. What's their benefit to get started? Uh, feeling better. Feeling enjoying your skin once again. Enjoying. What yeah. if you've always been fat? It's or overweight. Whatever you're still you the fat kid inside, and I that's a psychological thing. Yes. Right. And but that might be your, your your push all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, still, like, that's not yeah, a bad yeah, thing. Yeah. I've known I've known a lot of people who yeah. are fat their whole life or overweight, whatever you By want By the way, it. this is the same thing for success. I see people, and I'm like, everybody I sit with says, you don't understand. I'm going to be the success. I'm going to be the one that makes it. And I'm like, yeah. I hope you are. I really do. I hope you are. I swear I do. But I cannot argue the statistics. And I've been doing this for 35 years. Prove and it. I, and yeah, yeah, prove it. I yeah. said, you know what? Here's the good news. doesn't matter what I say. If you're the one who's really going to make it, it won't matter. Because I can't stop you. And the best I can do is help you a little bit. Yeah. If, I, if I'm lucky, I can help you a little bit. And I may be able to enjoy the ride with you a little bit. Because I get to be your friend or your you know a confidant or coach or whatever or even investor and i get to and i get to watch you be a success but so many people sit there and say you know what i'm gonna do it and i see the same thing with weight loss ah i just gotta lose 20 pounds i gotta lose 40 pounds i can lose 100 pounds whatever it is yeah. what's well, real simple if you want once you get to committed committed then nothing can stop you nothing Agreed. nothing i could could i stop you from going to the gym anymore no 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 no, no, no. you can't no. right i could no, I can stop you. I know what to do. Let's go grab pizza. I know what to do. Let's go grab pizza. You know, I mean, honestly, even going out and drinking with friends, I can't remember the last time I touched a beer. And and beer. Yeah, I can't remember last time we had a drink together. Uh, well, it's probably a good thing. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. You guys just outed Vegas. <laughs> Duh. That was a year like ago. Everybody is listening is going, no, that, what Vegas? Was that? What was that, New Year's? <laughs> yeah. That, that, it wasn't even this last New Year's. It was New Year's before, wasn't it? Uh, whatever. They're all getting yeah, jumbled. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're all yeah. But it's, it's commitment, and that is the same thing with your business. I mean, you're a realtor. I know the formula to get you six. I know it. I know it. It's not even me. I can sit with coaches that I am really good friends with, successful coaches, coaches that make people very successful, and we all know it's the same thing. It is committed. Yeah. Everybody sits at that one meeting and says, yes, I'm going to be committed. The question is, when everybody stops cheering for you and the only one left is you in that mirror, do you still actually do it or do you have an excuse? And that's the same thing with weight loss and success. Yeah. Same, same thing. Okay, guys, we're going to wrap up here. Anything else to say? Anything to inspire people, Martin? Just I, I can't stress it enough. Just go out there, tell yourself today's the day, and go do this shit. If someone needs help, can they reach out to you? Absolutely. You want How do they get a hold of you? Uh, give me a call. 760-646-0233. Call, text, email, smoke, smoke screen, however. Is there a website? Smoke screen? There a Come on. If you're going to say that, you will have to get it right, man. Yeah. Is, there a yeah. smoke Is there a website or something they can go to? Uh Facebook or www.soldincalifornia.com. And that's Martin Goldsmith. Martin that Goldsmith. Is. Hey, cool. Chris, any any parting words of wisdom? Any parting words? Absolutely. If you guys want to hear the full, uh, some people are hearing this on Facebook, YouTube, mm -hmm. whatever, but you can get the full podcast on chrisandlead.com. And we have, uh, we're on iTunes. I'm pretty excited about that. We're yeah, on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Damn. We're on Tuner. We're, we're on a whole bunch of stuff. You guys, this is the real deal. Real Holy deal, shit. man. We're real. We're, we're, we're grown up. Grown we're big up. boys. <laughs> we're big boys now. And we are out, guys. See you Bye. later, everybody.